Welcome to another episode, episode 14 with Talkful Material. This episode is labeled Entrepreneurship. With this episode, I'll be talking about entrepreneurship and the examples of entrepreneurship. I got some moves on entrepreneurship and I got some um, downfall of entrepreneurship. So I'll give y'all my examples of entrepreneurship. Um, just this whole, this whole episode is going to be based around entrepreneurship and bosses and I'm be naming a couple of bosses that's my favorite from black to white um however whoever who's a boss that I think that need to be looked at as a boss or whatever and some people I look up as CEOs former bosses or bosses now so let's get into it now entrepreneurship entrepreneurship is the the creation or extraction of value with the definition I mean with this definition entrepreneurship is viewed as Change generally and telling risk beyond what is normally encountered in starting a business. So, entrepreneurship is something that you start, something that you fund, um, something that you create to create um, generational welfare. I think um, with entrepreneurship, you can create generational, generational wealth more so than you can with a job or whatever because you don't own a job or whatever, so you can't give it to your kids. But uh, entrepreneurship, to me, I gave y'all the definition. To me, it is you create some that um, your kids can have for the rest of their life. So that's entrepreneurship to me. I just gave y'all the definition. Um, some examples of entrepreneurship, I got some CEOs and some owners of big-time businesses. Um, let's start with Bill Gates. He is the founder of Microsoft. You got Microsoft is... Um, some computer work you got they own the Xbox. Um, I have an Xbox myself with Microsoft. I'm used to Microsoft and how they work or whatever. So when the little tech problems come up with the Xbox or whatever, I know how to fix them other than me going to Sony and um winning the PlayStation. I grew up on PlayStation, PlayStation two, PlayStation one. Um I got my first Xbox with my sister had won it at um a contest. We was attending um what was that? Uh, World Changes Church and where Creflo Dollar preaches in Atlanta, Georgia. We we um we um was at a little contest where my sister um won the Xbox and that was, that was my first time ever playing an Xbox. I had Sims and I had some old games on it. So that's who owned Microsoft, Bill Gates. I'm sure y'all knew that. You got Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, the Facebook Facebook owner, the soon to be Meta Metaverse owner, uh, Mark. Mark Zuckerberg. Um, they actually have a movie on Mark Zuckerberg called um, The Social Network where they talk about him starting Facebook and um, him, you know, how he went through college and how he went back creating it. It's a very interesting movie. He was in something like that. Uh, we got Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple. Apple is this famous phone line, which I know that everybody is into. I think my first cell phone with Apple was the iPhone 4. All white, it was small, it was like one of the phones you have. Them phones almost like what three, four, five hundred dollars. This was before um, phones had sparked up to a thousand dollars, which they are here now. Now you can just lease on your phone with Apple or whatever. But the phones hurt, Apple has came so expensive uh, to the point to where you got to lease on these phones. These are thousand dollar phones, not to mention their AirPods, not to mention um, their computers, not to mention their, their watches. Apple have a good product. They got fans that with, with the phone speed or what Apple has probably the best phone provider in America right now. Folks say Galaxy, but I think Galaxy had put up a long fight. You know, had Samsung had put up a long fight 
with Apple, but I think Apple just passed them. Apple passed them. Like you can you can do everything on these Apple phones. You can record a video on these phones and put it on YouTube and let it go viral. You don't need a camera. Um, so Apple is probably one of the best phone companies that was ever created that I think, you know, is way better than Android to me, just my opinion. So uh, they say that um I, I also put down on the list as far as entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are risk takers. You know, entrepreneurs are people that um that's not scared to take risks, not not scared of what people are gonna say about them if they are broke. If 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 you jump into this entrepreneur game, whether you starting out with a podcast and you want to branch out to other things like me, or you got nails, you got product, you can't be worried about what people say. You're going to take risks. You're going to go broke. You're going to be broke until your stuff pays off. You, what entrepreneurship is, you, the thing about that is you put more work. You, you doing the work before you get the money. As if it's a job, you can go on your somebody's job and bullshit the whole shift, but your check coming. All you got to do is clock in. But with entrepreneurship, you have to literally do all this work for months and months and months and pray it pay off. And you get started getting paid. You got to do the work. And that's why more so people would like to jump in a job field because you get paid off the rip. You don't have to do an X, X, Y, and Z for the money right off the rip. Um, well, the business is, is more so, uh, I don't get paid right now, but I have to go do all this work, all this research before I even start getting paid. And I have to put all this work in. It's like a rapper. You know, with feature prices, they have to put all these features and songs out, but they might not get no 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 fifteen dollar. They might not get no ten thousand dollar um feature. You know what I'm saying? They have to keep putting their work in and, and work their way up. They might start off with three hundred dollar features, a hundred dollar features, but putting their work in, you know, you have to do the work and your 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 prices go up. The money will come eventually. I always tell people to chase the dream of entrepreneurship before you chase the money, because if you chase the money, it's not gonna last long. You didn't chase the dream, so. Let's get into the movies um, on entrepreneurship. And I'm going to just name some stuff that I'm familiar with. You got the Wolf of Wall Street. You got the Boiler Room. I actually seen the Boiler Room with Neil Long in it. Um, and Vin Diesel in it. That's a great, great movie. I ain't, I, it's just, I watched some of it and it looked so interesting. I had to get, get more into it. But I seen a little bit of the Boiler Room. Uh, it was a good movie. Good little movie. I had to get right more into it. But the little parts I did see of the movie, it was great. So let's get into the Lord of War. Uh, you got the Devil Wears Prada. Um, a lot of women like that movie. My mama actually liked the Devil Wears Prada. My sister liked the movie. I don't know exactly what the movie about, but I'm I'm sure it's some sophisticated. Um, like I told you, I told you about the social the social network with uh, Mark Zuckerberg. How he started Facebook. How he went through college, Harvard, and all the other stuff. I think he went to Harvard on the movie. And they talked about how he um. How he started Facebook or whatever. So you got the money ball, um, or whatever. That's a good movie I get to check out. And we're gonna talk about the downfall of entrepreneurships. Um, I think depression and health issues. I think um, and giving up. Like that's the worst thing you can do is like give up on your, on your dreams or whatever, and, and go chase somebody else's dreams. Uh, for me, for example, um. Being in the pandemic and the coronavirus going on, a lot of these jobs are, are unorganized and they just look for somebody to fill their clock up. Um, that's what kind of drives me away from the jobs or whatever. I'm not against jobs, but I had jobs my whole life and I'm just getting into entrepreneurship. Um, 
sometimes that stuff can put you in the deep depression. I know when I was trying to figure out what I want to do outside of a job, I found myself depressed. Like, wow, what am I do? What am I do? What I like doing? What I like doing? And I just got on the podcast. Um, you know, I was just typing, so, so just watching my regular interviews. And um, just like oh, I like I like watching interviews. So why not I just start some stuff that got something to do around talking, and just start some stuff. You know what I'm saying? And and once I found out what I wanted to do, when I got back in the job, I don't seem as miserable because I already got a backup plan. You know, they say you got to balance the job and the dream. So I'm, I'm willing to balance the job and the dream until the dream blow so I can get out the job. So so I'm not as depressed as I, I, I was when I first when I first didn't know what the hell I was going to do as far as a career path or whatever. But now I'm good. And hopefully this podcast opened up more opportunities for me to open up more stuff. Um, that is the downfall of entrepreneurship, just the depression and the mental health of getting your stuff together and keep going and staying consistent and putting more content out um, and being consistent. I don't care how many days it's been, we, we ain't putting nothing out, just keep putting stuff out constantly. Get more, like, on my YouTube channel, y'all, for instance, um, I got more videos than I have subscribers. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a good thing because... I want to have more content than I got subscribers. Like, the more subscribers I get, they can watch all that content. There's a lot of content on there. Um, whether it's with my daughter, my family. On, I got, I put all my kids on there. Um, you can see almost everything on there. And I, I got to upload some more videos. But, like I said, I like podcasting. So, it don't leave me. It don't leave me miserable. It don't leave me upset. It don't be like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. It's just, with the podcast, it's like more so coming up with the topics. And it don't leave me depressed enough because I like doing it as it's a job. You know, you don't want to be there already. You're not getting paid the money you want to get paid. And you're struggling at home. So, all to me, all that leads up to depression. So, let's get into the, my, some of my favorite CEOs. And one of the CEOs that I didn't mention with entrepreneurship is Elon Musk. Um, he, to me, like the Tesla. He came up with the Tesla. He came up with a lot of more things. Um... But Elon Musk, I think he's working on a chip to um, to put into humans for something. It's, it's so deep, y'all. And same thing with the metaverse with Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, he's working on something as far as the metaverse. So with all these 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 strong and and intelligent entrepreneurs, they are creating things that gonna change the masses forever. Um, especially Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg with the metaverse. The metaverse. I'm gonna think I'm gonna do a, a solo video on metaverse and do my my research on metaverse and try to see and get out a whole little the episode or a couple of minutes on what I think about the the metaverse and I might put it on my YouTube channel. So, but let's get into my favorite CEOs. Well, first and foremost, uh, my favorite like, as far as the music when I talk about CEOs and I know I named um, Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and stuff like that. And Mark Zuckerberg and all them other t- big top names y'all know as far as um, CEOs. But my favorite CEOs as far as music-wise, music, and I mean CEO, um, I had to say Master P first. And the reason I say Master P is because he started off with music. And he he, he, he eventually branched out to um, other other things such as movies. Even though his movies was wasn't all that, it still was the the boss that I the boss thought that I liked. 
that he came up with his own stuff. He didn't he didn't he didn't use the white folks' money and the white folks cut his edit his movie or nothing like that. And what I mean by that, they didn't let he didn't let the white folks take over his production thing because they kinda did the Wayne brothers like that with the scary movie franchise because they started the scary movie franchise and then once it went Hollywood, the white paper the white people took over the scary movie franchise. Um, and that was kind of sad because they came up with this hilarious franchise with a scary movie and had to get it took away by the other oppressors to something they started. So it wasn't as funny as Scary Movie 2 was. So, um, but the other CEOs, outside of Master P, you know, he got shoes, he got uh, pancake mix, he got, he got clothing. Master P, like, he's one of those top, top CEOs that I look into. Um, with positive energy, um, he you out. He telling you to mind. Uh, he ta- he teaching you about generational wealth. So you don't know too many CEOs that talking about generational wealth. Um, I know we got Dame Dash, the fellow CEO, co-founder, one of the co-founders of Rockefeller Nation. I mean Rockefeller um, Records or whatever. We all know what's up with Rockefeller. We all know how Dame was. Dame Dash was. That's another one of my former CEO. You know, that I'm looking to that I be listening to. Um, he talked a lot about owning something. It was like he couldn't give his kids something that he don't own. Like he can't give his kids something that he doesn't own. Like he can't give his kids a job. You know what I'm saying? He can just start a business up and get them something. You know what I'm saying? He can leave it to them to create um, to create generational wealth. So Dame Dash, Master P, and then we got Shoe Knight. And I know, you know, Suge Knight got a list of shit he did wrong and um, stuff that he um, that he done wrong by people. Um, but as a CEO, I think he he didn't he didn't take no for an answer, and I think that's why people were scared of him. Like he didn't take no for an answer. He went in, he demanded what he wanted, he actually got it, and I think this but more of black people without the without the drama. I think black people need to start demanding about what we want. I think we can't do that no more. I think we're scared. I don't think we have selective of people that are growing to buildings. Uh, there's high power people that demanding what they want and what they want from these labels or what they want from these white people to distribute, help them get their business off the ground. Um, I can just respect see uh, Suge Knight for. The you know for for just the boss he had the boss image he just you know Suge is probably one of the like I say he one of my top three CEOs that I look into you know what I'm saying him Master P Dame and Master um and uh, Dame Dad Suge Dame and Master P top three CEOs Diddy okay but like Diddy had Diddy had money issues Diddy didn't pay his artists but if you look at Suge and all them other people they are there are people who paid their artists you look at Tupac. You look at Master P and you look at the whole No Limit family. You look at Rockefeller. You look at Dame. You look at Jay. You look at Memphis Bleak. You look at Benny Single. You look at Sickle Shocker. You look at Snoop Dogg. You look at Death Row. You can like all these talented people who was came up on the other CEOs and became successful. And that's what I say about the CEO. When you a CEO or a boss, everybody around you is getting money. Everybody around you is successful, not just you. You know, you look at the rap game now, you look at these other people, they are on, but what other people are you bringing up once you're becoming successful? You know what I'm saying? It's easy to put yourself on, but can you bring other people up to where you're at to be just successful, just be as just successful, if not more successful than you, and you being cool with it? 
So that's what I think a CEO is. You know, it's a person who's who's risk taking, who's making it, and bringing the people that he's around, bringing them up to where his level is at, if not higher than him. So that's what a CEO. That's what what an entrepreneur is, to me. Um. I'm looking into getting into you know entrepreneurship. I'm doing all my studies on it. I'm I'm listening to people. I'm listening to, to to podcasts. I'm doing my homework. I don't have nobody right next to me who do entrepreneurship who is in stuff like that, but I do my own research. You know what I'm saying? I do my own research, and sometimes you gotta come about that research. You gotta start networking. Hopefully, I can get around some CEOs, some bosses, or whatever, and pick up the game. Until if I get my podcast started, I can flip that into some other ventures to make money. So I'll be looking at all this stuff, y'all. I'm into the I, I I'm learning about cryptocurrency. I'm seeing all these NFTs. Uh people are into NFTs and stuff like that. I'm looking into that and seeing what's really going on with it. But I'm thinking they got something to do with the metaverse. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I might be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like I say, I'm looking into all that y'all. I'm looking into cryptocurrency. I'm looking into business. I'm kinda drained with the job situation because I've almost reach my highest peak. I feel like once you're in a job, once you reach your highest peak with a job, it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? You could be a manager, but I know as a black man, they damn sure not about to let you own a store. You know what I'm saying? They may not let you own a store, and that's done in 30 years into a company. That 30 years you spent with that company, you could have brought up, you could have made your own, you could have came up with your own stuff. You know, I tell people that are entrepreneurship, even with myself, I tell them, man, get you some shirts made. You know what I'm saying? Let people see your logo on a shirt. Like, don't just, oh, this is my company, this is my company, and you just uploading a damn logo. And I'm telling myself this, too. Like, get you some shirts made. You know, get you some product. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying you got to sell the shirts, but I'm saying, like, at least have your brand on your shirt where people can see it and know that you're serious. Because you can't just, you can't hold up a picture. You can't keep posting a logo. You got to have product. You have to have product to where people are know you serious about your business. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you got, like I said, if you got a man or a woman, they need to be supporting you just as well. Have a t-shirt on and supporting your business. You know what I'm saying? Especially for men. I feel like men, we're supposed to create. We're supposed to create them opportunities and stuff like that. But you got women out here that got skills such as nails, such as her and stuff like that. They turn their own stuff into entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, women can do it, man. We definitely can do it. We can do it. Um... More than just um, picking up a picking up a um, skill or some weed or whatever and putting it on a skill. We can do other things that cause us not to go to jail or die. So, man, we have to put our thinking caps on and just get to it, man. Everybody can't start a podcast. And, and one thing I've been saying about this podcast game, this entrepreneur game, is everybody following somebody else's wave. Like, you got one person might want to start a podcast over here. And I'm just be honest with you. I haven't seen, I'm talking about successful, successful. Maybe I'm overlooking, I'm not seeing people, but I don't know nobody with no successful podcast in Memphis that's global. I think I seen somebody with Charleston White on their interview, and they don't tell them how much they pay him for the interviews. But that's not my being. But what I'm saying is I don't see nobody just giving that a positive message on their podcast. No, but too, ain't too many of us getting that positive messages. Some people just want to hear their self talk. So you got to think about what you're giving to the masses because once it once crossed that line to these white people and they get to looking at it or whatever, shit, you got to see what you're pumping out. You know what I'm saying? You want to make sure you're pumping out positive things. Even if I don't get to the white people, then you got to do your own distributing. You got to do all this other stuff to get to the next level. You want to make sure you're giving out positive stuff. 
You know what I'm saying? And normally when you when you giving that positive stuff, they try to dig and go find all the negative shit in your life to bring out this this bad side of you. You know, kind of what they did with the um the relationship coach. He was getting all that advice about being married and stuff like that in relationships. And they put that dirt right up under him. And now he looking crazy. So when you're doing stuff positive, just be just be just be mindful of people that's coming out the woodworks trying to expose you once you're trying to do something positive. But with this podcast, I'm going to be giving y'all my truth and stuff like this. And, you know, hopefully this can branch out to be something bigger than what it is, y'all. I want to begin talking to schools and all the other stuff and start my own little stuff for boys or whatever and teach them how to be the best man they can be through childhood trauma or whatever. I watched uh, um, Antoine Fisher kind of touch me the other day. You know, it makes me want to be a better father to my kids and be the example to my kids, teach my kids entrepreneurship and not just jobs and not just settle for something. Find out what you good at. I tell my uh, son all the time, um, uh, draw. Like, you like drawing. Um, start doing painting. Start drawing. Then when you get older, you can start texting for these pictures. You can start texting. You probably do tattoos. So um, we got to teach our kids about entrepreneurship. Fast. Fast, y'all. Fast. Because I think they say they're taking black history up out of the schools. And, you know, some of our great inventors became entrepreneurs. So um, Madam C.J. Walker and people like that. So... Let's teach our kids entrepreneurship. I hope y'all enjoyed this video. This is episode 14, entrepreneurship. I hope y'all got some game from this episode. Um, I uploaded a short little video on my YouTube channel, Talks Bulletario. Please go like and subscribe to that. Please go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Talks Bulletario. Go subscribe. I got new videos coming out. I got some shorts videos. Y'all go check those out. I will be uploading a new video possibly today, so be on the lookout for that. Um... Thank y'all for tuning into this episode. This is episode 14 again. Entrepreneurship 15. Episode 15 coming soon. Thank y'all for listening. I'll see y'all on the next episode. Thank you.